Taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. Sheila Zelensky. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning into what's probably going to end up being the last show for, I know, August for sure. Many people know that uh, I'm dealing with a vaccine injured mother, and that is a whole story into itself. I actually addressed this in a show with Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson the other day, so I will post that show. I'm not going to get into it in this show, but I'm currently in Vancouver, BC, Canada. By the way, BC is on fire. We now know there's a lot of arsonists that are setting these fires, and uh, my voice just has been a real mess in the month of July with all these fires burning throughout the Okanagan and everywhere. And so um, I'm taking a much-needed, well-deserved break. I don't know any other human being alive today that takes more abuse than I do. You know, sadly, I've been asking for several years, and I'm not sure what is a solution to this, but I don't feel like for the effort that's put onto this program that the resources have really been there for me, and I'm still going to do some things that I'm passionate about, but I'm taking a much-needed break. My voice is obviously terrible. I really got burnt out this last year. I've probably been burnt out for a few years, but since probably about August of last year, just really going through a lot of burnout. You know, it's a thankless job being a frontline warrior and the amount of abuse a person takes, not just from these devils. When you're waging war on these devils and doing the kind of ministry I do, it is one thankless job. I'm not complaining, I'm just stating a fact. And, you know, I get it from both sides. I get it from the, you know, the claimants, those that claim to be Christians and the other side. And, you know, people are just so brainwashed. That, and really, sadly, the, the resources and the support are just not there. And it doesn't help that right now I'm also using a real cheap microphone, a borrowed computer, mine crashed. And, you know, I just kind of keep doing the Mickey Mouse thing. And at this point, you know what? Right now, the resources just aren't there. I don't know if that would turn around if there was some deep pockets that came along and said, listen, I'd be glad to support your ministry. But until that time... I'm taking a break. I'm only going to be doing one show a week on Global Star and one show a week on Worldwide Christian Radio, and that is it. I'm just shutting down the show completely. Don't know for sure if I'm going to get my other MacBook back. Uh, a lot of the software I have is Apple-based, and I sent my MacBook off, and we'll see what happens. I'm really tired, and that's just the truth. But I'll tell you one thing. I wrote the book Technogeddon that took a lot out of me, and... Of course, that launched really officially Independence Day of this year. And it's now, what, July 30th. You know, I haven't really taken a break for 15 years. I've been out on the front lines as a general. And you know what I noticed is that, and this is just, again, it's facts. A warrior is not needed or loved and takes a lot of abuse until the enemy is at the gate. And I find people are just so brainwashed, Christians included. I'm stifled. I've been speechless. And so I want to jump into the program. I feel like there's just not a lot to say. There's nothing really left to say other than I decided if I was going off the air, I was going to have the show of the year. And it is a lady that I've wanted to get on my program for a long time. And this is the one to go out with. Do I know what's going to happen in the winter or 2022? No idea. 
But I will tell you one thing. I've made peace with the Lord about this decision to just take a long, much-deserved break. You know, sometimes people don't appreciate something until it's just gone. My decision not to do advertising and my YouTube channel getting taken down and other monetary streams getting taken down has just been, I haven't recovered from that. And so now I'm going to just take some time and listen to the Lord and see what the next chapter of my life is. Maybe I'll go off and just publish books or write children's books or maybe I'll uh, become a race car driver. That's my therapy, racing. (laughs) Some people will understand this. There's two kind of people in the world. Those that own a Hemi and those that wish they did. Mopar or no car. So for you Mopar enthusiasts, I don't sit on a psychologist's couch. (laughs) Definitely don't do that. But what I do is, um, yeah, that's actually a real passion of mine. Racing. That's right. If I could run a NASCAR, I probably would. I call my car a heaven cat. A Dodge Heaven Cat, and it is indeed. Maybe I'm not driving on streets of gold, but I'll tell you, that is one very therapeutic thing that I do. Driving is definitely in my blood. And uh, speaking of driving, I'm going to go down through the States this fall, and I'm hoping to end up in Florida by around October. I'm supposed to be doing a book tour. I've talked to a publicist about Technoged and the tour, but right now it's just me and God and some quiet time, and uh, I think it's time to refocus, re-strategize. And certainly the budget issue hasn't been helpful at all. It's got me very perplexed. But, and you know what? This topic is not even really open for discussion anymore. I sometimes believe that God's true warriors, if they were paid what they're worth, yeah, it is just truly amazing to me. We don't mind. Every devil in Hollywood and every devil in the church is all these fake pastors, the name it and claim it crowd. You know, they are just rolling in the money. And there's some of us that just, you know what, we're just sick of asking. And that's just the way it is. I'm not asking anymore. The asking part was over about a year ago. And people just did not step up to the call. And uh, you know what, that's okay. It just shows me it's time to do something else. But I will tell you one thing. Today's program, I think, if I was ever to go out on a bang, it's this program right here. It is the one and only Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I'm really excited to have her on because... As you know, that book, Technogeddon, The Coming Human Extinction, it is just, it truly is sort of the, I truly believe that is the book of the year. I know a lot of people are talking about it. I'm getting just incredible feedback. I would love people to go to Amazon and write a review. This is first book of the six that I've written, and then some ebooks that I've actually published under my own publishing company. I would also like to write some children's books. I'd like to do some speaking. I'd like to do some producing. I'm, I'm wanting to do some documentaries at some point. And you know what? I'd like to do some also some other things at some point, even inventions, believe it or not. I've come up with some very interesting broadcasting uh, ideas if I could ever get a few things made that uh, could have made my life a lot simpler probably 15 years ago. But you learn as you go, like all of us. You get better and you get more of an expert as you use things. So I've taken a lot of time with the, the intro, but I just... I'd encourage people to be praying for me at this time. I think also everybody knows I have a vaccinated mother. Again, a vaccine injury where she's now a full-blown quadriplegic. They have her hopped up on so much pharmacia and sorcery, and it is truly heartbreaking because I, I haven't actually been able to see her at all the last week because I just refuse to comply or acquiesce. That's a hill that I will die on. Obviously, I don't have the, the means to get a, get a lawyer involved, so um, I'm going to have to spend a lot of time in prayer and even fasting. I have been fasting 
and I'm going to spend a lot more time in the Word. In the month of August, I'm asking to be lifted up in prayer as well. I can't say when you'll hear another show, because until further notice, uh, this is really the last one I'm planning on doing, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know we're working on my archives of lots of incredible shows I've done over the last 14, 15 years, and those are thousands of man hours, let me tell you, and a whole lot of backlash. (laughs) So... I want to jump into the program. It is my new hero, and I'm going to tell her I'm handing off my reigning conspiracy Christian tinfoil hat. I mean, really, look at happened on Jimmy Kimmel. We're going to get into all of that. And you'd have to be hiding under a rock to not know the amazing Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. So listen, I mean, there's so much going on, Sherry. You're so busy, so swamped. I talked to your assistant and you're such an incredibly busy lady. I imagine it's hard to prioritize what's going on because you're getting hit with so much. The kitchen sink, the reactor rods are all going off with this COVID nightmare, this COVID-1984 sci-fi. Sherry, just take the mic and you got a big, robust audience. What is important right now as we go into the fall? Who would have thought, Sherry, flash forward to July 2021, right after Independence Day, wink, wink. I mean, does this feel like a sci-fi to you or is it just me? First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to meet you, Sheila. And thank you so much for um, for having me on as a guest. But to answer your question, um, I've said for, no, I don't know, 15 months? <laughs> How long has this been going on? It seems like five years, and, you know? <laughs> Uh, and time is so compressed. I mean, I'll say things like, you know, the other day when I was talking about, and then I'll stop and go, oh, that was yesterday. Wow. You know, the time just seems so compressed. But I've been saying for quite some time now, this, it just feels exactly like what you said. We're living in the in the most bizarre sci-fi movie or some weird corner of the matrix that none of this makes any <laughs> sense. And it's almost like on a week by week basis, it gets more bizarre. You know, when they started giving these shots, it was all about the blood clots and the blood clots in the extremities and in the lungs and in the brain. And then that kind of, we don't hear about that quite so much because then the next thing that came on was kind of this transmission issue that it's not shedding because shedding applies whole virus. And if I shed chickenpox viruses to you, you get chickenpox. This is a transmission of something. And yes, there have been... Um, case reports talking about this called the 20 mechanisms of injury, how the COVID injections can make you sick and even kill you. And there's multiple different mechanisms of injury that can be induced by the spike protein. And since I released that book in May of 2021, I've now come up with at least 17 more mechanisms of injury of how these spike proteins and the antibodies to the spike proteins and the contaminants now that we're learning more about in these shots can make you sick and even kill you. So the the next thing that came up was this transmission with women and girls having very abnormal periods and men having swollen tender testicles and rashes on their scrotum and, and in, unable to get an erection or sustain one and miscarriages and um, all these, uh, that was kind of like the next wave. And then we started seeing this wave of what appeared to be magnetism, that there were all these pictures all over the internet, hundreds of them over top of their injection site and it would stick. And then it seemed like it wasn't just over the injection site. They could also put it on their chest or their forehead or other places. So, So when I testified at the Ohio legislature, 
three weeks ago now, it seems like three months ago. Um, and I was, and at the end of my testimony, one of the legislators asked me if I'd seen any really abnormal side effects. And I said, talked a little bit about the bleeding. And, and I said, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of, of people who appear to have a magnetic charge. And and we don't know what's caused this, but the but there seems to be something magnetic, and we're not sure where it's coming from. There's a lot of hypothesis. One of it is the hypothesis that there is a something called magnetite, which is ferric oxide that is part of the messenger RNA molecule that could be activated by a frequency, whether it's EMF, 3G, 4G, 5G. We don't really know. There's a lot of theories about it. And of course, the mainstream media went wild and took everything I said out of context, blew it up all across the internet, Jimmy Kimmel and Williams. And there literally were a thousand other media outlets on that were, that were blowing up this crazy conspiracy theorist, doctor, anti-vaxxer doctor, and saying that people were being magnetized. Well, guess what? We're now finding out they really are magnetized. I'm in the middle of reading through at least four medical textbooks right now that I could read you the title if you're interested of nanotechnology and magnetic technology that they've been evolving to be used in medical uses since the 1970s. And so they had to actually destroy me and discredit me because it's the only tool they have. They can't argue with me on the science. The only thing that they can do is to call people names and uh, do character assassination. And they had to do that because I was hovering way over the target too strongly. Yeah, yeah. And so they had to make it seem really bad because guess what? Now what's happening is that in this, the research now that's come out of Spain, out of a, a university level setting in Spain, when they've actually analyzed the Pfizer shots, and now they're, they're seeing this particle called graphene. There is a huge amount of information out of, that has been around for a long time about graphene being able to cause blood clots and being used in medicine for various things. And so it's almost like on an ongoing basis, we're seeing things change, which really makes me wonder, Sheila, and I, again, we, we don't have any proof of this, except like you got to see what's right before your eyes. Yeah, yeah. As they're rolling this out, and I was thinking about this this morning before I, I came on your show, are they changing the recipe along the way, or are they using different vaccines? You know, according to the New York Times, what they call, it's called the Coronavirus Vaccine Tracker, and this was most recently updated. So just two days ago, it says researchers are currently testing 95 vaccines in clinical trials on humans. 32 have reached their final stages of testing. So are they literally changing these shots, you know, taking one lot out, putting a different lot in that has different things in it then. And because it's issued under emergency use, they can change it. They don't have to declare it. When an FDA product becomes approved, that recipe for that product, whether it's a vaccine or a biologic or a, a, an oral pill that you take, that recipe becomes codified and fixed. You cannot change one single ingredient in there without going through redoing the approval process and going through the FDA. Because if you change one ingredient, it might change uh, the side effect profile or the efficacy profile of that product. When you send her emergency use, they can say, well, this doesn't seem to be working. We need to change it. And so I'm wondering, I just, it, this thought occurred to me this morning of these 32 that have reached final stages of testing, are they being used in various lots in various places? Because now it appears that we've gone from blood clots to transmission and bleeding to magnetism 
to graphene. And I saw a uh, report the other day of a guy, and I don't know whatever possessed him to do this, but he took like a, a black light, like a UV black light and put it over top of where he got the shot. And it, it fluoresced, it hyperfluoresced. And he went all the way down his arm and it went over his hand. And there was a vein, like a prominent vein in his hand that just like, it was like a blue fluorescence. You could just blood running through it. So Sherry, with that, with that blue, because I cover this in Techno again, my book, I talk about the COVID shot in chapter nine. I talk about Craig Venter, the edge billionaires, how this came to be with the shots. But would it be the luminescence that is in it? Is that what that is? That's what I'm thinking, because okay. it's in the SM-102. When you read the information about the SM-102, which is part of the Moderna shot, I believe, it's either Moderna or Pfizer. It's Moderna, yeah. It's Moderna. It's a luciferase enzyme. And so it's just, you know, which all of this conversation we or all this little monologue I've done in the last five minutes here completely circles back to your first question. What kind of a crazy sci-fi movie are we living in? And what is coming next? I mean, if this is, a, and I've said for a while, since I've been following this, um, this New York Times tracker thing, coronavirus vaccine tracker, why do we need 167 different coronavirus vaccines? And you know, what's funny, Sherry, is it's almost like I should do a meme that says, ask your doctor if a 52 page list of side effects is right for you. Like are people's brains, do you think, you know, like as a minister, I bind up mind blinding spirits, but what is this haze over the people in North America that they're still walking around with masks? Oh, I've got my vaccine. People put those posts on Facebook. Like I've been vaccinated. Like, wow, that's good. We can keep track on the ones that'll be dropping dead here. Like what is wrong with this picture? Share these, what a bunch of demons, you know, we've got the media saying the Delta variant, this, variant and then you get on jimmy kimmel and all these guys and it's this ubiquitous mudslinging but they won't debate you i notice it's crickets chirping well not one of those people well let me rephrase that one person called me from the washington post the night after it was 11 o'clock at night oh. <laughs> and um i have a land you know i have my a cell phone obviously and i have a landline and the landline is primarily there just for sometimes when you do radio interviews it's a better connection on a landline than it is a cell phone and so that and ties to my security system are the only reason that i have the silly thing and the only time it ever rings is telemarketers <laughs> I mean, nobody ever calls me on that except for <laughs> telemarketers but it was 11 o'clock at night. And I thought, no, that's really weird. What kind of telemarketer would be calling me at 11 o'clock at night? No. And I have a couple of friends that live out in, in California that rarely, but sometimes call me on that line. And I thought, well, I wonder if that's my friend living in California. Maybe, it, maybe something's urgent. Maybe I ought to pick it up. So I picked up the phone and it was a reporter from the Washington Post. I said, how did you get this number? And she said, well, we use LexisNexis or something like that. And sometimes, you know, a lot of the phone numbers are dead or they don't answer. And she said, I'm surprised they even got you. So we had kind of a conversation. At the end of the conversation, I said, look, I'm hoping that you make this be a balanced article and not just mudslinging. Now, I certainly understand you write it and you have no control over what your editors do with it. But um, it would be nice to have it be more balanced. Well, I actually read the article that she wrote that got posted a couple of days later, and they used a clip out of my testimony with the Ohio legislature. But it said, you know, when you listen to what Dr. Tempany says, and you actually talk to her, she sounds so reasonable, and sounds intelligent and, um, and well studied, and she sounds so reasonable. And that's what makes her so dangerous. You're kidding me. 
So, <laughs> well, what the article said. <laughs> well, listen, I'm so glad they said that about you because I'm glad I can finally hand off the reigning tinfoil rabid right wing conspiracy kook that I am. You're welcome to have the crown now, Sherry. <laughs> Well, it's so interesting because it was, it, you know, people were saying, wow, man, they really, you know, slandered me. It, it, but she was the only person that called me. I mean, nobody from CNN, MSNBC, any nobody called and said you know, that is supposed to be a, quote, news outlet, right? Uh, would you like to comment about this? Can you give a statement or something? Nobody. Wow. Which just to me goes to this, the place of they are so one-sided. It's all about character assassination. It has nothing to do with valid reporting on anything, which we've always known that anyways, this was just further confirmation. Absolutely. And what you said was so, I think, profound. And I wrote the book, Technogeddon, The Coming Human Extinction. In the book, Sherry, if you read chapter nine, which I'll get you to copy that, but it actually says in my book, and I made a statement, people are starting to say, forget about, oh, my arm is magnetic. I cannot hear from God. I mean, this is a sci-fi, it is Brave New World meets 1984 meets H.G. Wells. It is just absolutely crazy, though, the amount of people that are running around lining up for this thing. Oh, absolutely. And what we're going to start to see happening, uh, you know, I want to talk just a little bit about the nanobots and the magnetic thing, because like a lot of things that happen inside of industry and for sure government and foundations, sometimes they start out with good intent and then they turn out to be ultimately nefarious. I mean, if you think about the original intention, or, the, or at least this is what they presented to the general public, was what if we had some little gizmo? we could inject inside of your body and on the top of it would be a little well that we could put at, like say a drop or two of chemotherapy and we could magnetically take that little tiny metal thing and by frequency direct it exactly to your cancer and open up that little well on the top and deposit that chemotherapeutic agent directly into that cancer. So it would be like targeted cancer therapy, as opposed to having your entire body be poisoned by the chemotherapy that they inject and making all the, the non-cancerous cells sick and toxic. So, you know, when you think about that, I mean, that sounds like that could be kind of a cool idea until you get it into the wrong hands. And what happens if we can direct those nanobots with that little bit of a well of medicine on the top of it into your brain so that we can, we can control your thoughts or that we could kill off certain areas of your brain that doesn't allow you to pray or to speak. Wow. So anytime you, as you know, you've written the book, you've been involved with these, these circles for a long time. Anything that has BARDA attached to it, you know it's not good. You know it's not good then. You know it's absolutely not good. And when BARDA is putting funding into Moderna, which now they've been busted over, um, you know it's not good. And you know that you've taken a company that has never developed a vaccine in the vaccine sector ever before and now given them full reign to develop this injection technology, which is not a vaccine, and you've got it funded by BARDA, you know it's not good. So this whole sci-fi thing of what now we are injecting with this whole magnetic stuff, like what you said, they're no longer humans. Anyone who has gotten any one of these injections, either the ones that are approved and, and more commonly in use, the Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, &J, AstraZeneca, Synvax, maybe internationally, the Sputnik shot out of Russia, 
anybody who's done that, because I've looked at these these vaccines that are or these shots that are coming on online, because I thought, well, maybe they're all different. Maybe there's something different. But when you pull up the sheets and you look, you just scan down the page, the intent of every one of these shots is to deliver messenger RNA into your body to make a protein. It's always been this spike protein that's supposed to be the same spike protein on the coronaviruses. But inside of the Moderna patent, there's at least 35 different renditions. And they say, in this rendition, we use this. And in this rendition, we use this. And, and it goes down the entire page. And when I first read it, I asked my attorney that works with us, Tom Rents, who does this fabulous job in filing lawsuits and fighting for us here in Ohio. I said, Tom, let me read you something. And when it talks about in this rendition, blah, 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 blah. In this, and, and the question was, are they putting this into the patent just as a patent protection thing like lawyers do? So anybody who tries to do anything else in the future, they could go, uh-uh-uh, patent infringement. We've already, we've already documented that. Or are they kind of saying, these are the renditions that we're going to do to move this forward? He said, I would say it's both. They want to patent protect their nefarious technology. And they're kind of saying, these are the things we've got in store for you. It's just going to get worse. It, you know, it's just going to get worse. Come this fall, when they start pushing flu shots, when they start saying third wave, fourth wave. I mean, what, in Israel, they've already decided they're just going ahead with a third shot just because? Yeah. It's just, just because. absolutely the destruction of the human race. And everybody who's received any one of these shots has just volunteered. They've absolutely volunteered to become a member of the transhumanism movement. And there's no changing it. Well, I quoted you in my book. I was so thankful to get an early little peek from Steve just because of my book deadline. You're actually quoted, by the way, on page 124, FYI. And actually, what you said was so incredibly astute. I kind of had to step back. We look at Craig Venture and the Human Genome Project, and then you look at Tom Knight and the synthetic biology company, Ginkgo Bioworks. They use synthetic biology tech to develop these vaccines. So when you kind of combine that with Venter and the edge billionaires meeting the secretive little group of the who's who of the global elite. So here's Craig Venter, human genome wants to pair up with these billionaires like, you know, Jeff Fai, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Bill Joy, Epstein, when he didn't hang himself. And as what he says is, well, we got to write out the genetic code. I mean, it's, it's time for humans to have an upgrade. How is that not becoming a full blown with these mad scientists converging on millions of genes in combination with what you just said. It's a company that's never made a vaccine and suddenly massive amounts of biological and scientific data now enter what you just said, the nanobots, little these little computers inside your body. And then you, like you said, luciferists. I mean, how do people not see that this pharmakia, because the modern term pharmacology is where we get that word, we're all nations deceived, the word says. I mean, this is unbelievable that we're seeing this take place and people like you just said, are maybe unknowingly joining the transhumanism race. The mechanisms of these injuries, talk about the importance of this and why you're going down this, this road now, Sherry. Well, you know, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. And people need to have this information to fight back against the narratives. Yes. Of all these people that are insisting that they've got to run to go get the shot. You know, I have this visual image in my head, Sheila, of people stampeding into the train station because they want to be so much get on that train. And it's a direct, they're elbowing their way to the front of the line because they can't wait to get that shot. 
you know, they're arguing with people that, you know, and I've heard these stories from nurses, not so much now, but it, when it first came out that they had to make appointment times to go get their shots. And they were mad if they had to wait like two or three days. And they were arguing with people that, that they wanted to like take their spot. It's just insanity. Nobody does no. I mean, it's like, there's this massive hypnosis on the entire human race that they have to, and, and, and nobody's talking anymore at all about, I need to get the shot so I don't get COVID. They're just saying, did you get the shot? Did yeah. you get the shot? You know, oh, you didn't get the shot. Well, you can't come around me. Well, wait, stop. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and so it, it, it's it's really crazy. And, you know, when people say, so this whole idea of the mechanisms of injury, I started when I said, wait, stop. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and so it, it, it's, it's really crazy. And, you know, when people say, so this whole idea of the mechanisms of injury, I started, when I started listing these out, this was back, this, this whole first, this whole ebook that I've created, honestly, and I'm not exaggerating, I started at the 1st of February, and I put about 2000 hours into this. And it's and just un, endless research and documentation and double checking and fact checking the entire thing, because I knew it was going to come under great scrutiny. And so when we released the webinar in May, and we did a webinar, the 20 Mechanisms of Injury webinar, which we used the ebook as a textbook, as a guide. And in the actual webinar, we go through each one of the mechanisms of injury, and I explain it to people and exactly how it works. And what I tell people is, when you go through these, pick one or two that seem to resonate. We go through each one of those. Well, when we did the webinar, which was on May the 10th, it was bad planning on my part. I didn't realize when we set that up that that was Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> and we had a lot of people who said, I'm out of town. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Please do the webinar again. I really missed it. And then we also had a whole bunch of people who did the webinar the first time through and said it was so good. And there was so much information. Um, I want to take it again because I could, you know, I, I, I could, um, I want to, um, and it was the first time that you go to our website, you'll probably see a pop-up and you can just click on the pop-up. But if you've been there before, you need to click on the events and then you need to register, um, register for um, the full package. The full package is the ebook, the webinar, access to the webinar uh, after it's done, a full transcript of, of the webinar that will be delivered in four chunks. The first, first piece will be mechanisms one through 10. The second mechanism, the second piece will be mechanisms 11 through 20. The third piece will be the new mechanisms, the new 15 or so mechanisms that I've identified since May. And the fourth piece will be the question and answer. So you'll get full transcripts to that and you'll get a copy of the ebook. And, um, and then there's these sheets, the sheets like you were showing, showed at the beginning of our, of our discussion here. They're just complete lists of mechanisms of injury. And then there's a second one that has the list of the mechanism of injury plus the hyperlink that will take you directly to the article so you can read it for yourself. And you can honestly see that I'm not taking things out of context. This is really what these papers say. The gold package that you're seeing there is everything except the ebook. And that was put together because a lot of people after the, between May 10th and now went out and purchased the ebook, which is $14.95. So we didn't want to have to make somebody if they registered um, buy the ebook again, because they already purchased it. So the gold package is the same as the platinum package minus the ebook because they already own it. 
what do you recommend? I, I would think the platinum package would be a good thing to get in on because, you know, we don't bat an eye to pay $200 an hour for a lawyer. How dare you charge for this information? It's life and death. You should be giving it away for free. Well, it's, it's kind of like pays my bills, pays my huge staff and pays our all kinds of things. I mean, people don't always understand, Sheila, that just because you have an internet-based business, they don't understand the amount of expense that goes along with that. Plus, I have employees and they kind of don't want to work for free either. And so, um, and I always say to people, you have a job, right? And it doesn't matter what your job is. If it's, you know, you're an executive somewhere, or if you're a gardener, you know, when you do put in your labor, you should get paid for it. Well, this is the work that we've put together. And I think that it's really reasonably priced for the, for the stuff yeah. that you get. Well, yet the, if you charged what it was worth, nobody could afford it because, <laughs> the work, because the workman is worthy. And I just, you know what, I delete these, these people that make comments like that, because you're right. They don't expect to work free. You're in minis a form of ministry. Why should God's ministers? I mean, again, the workman is worthy of his wages. And so you, you don't even have to justify that, Sherry, because that right there, I mean, I'd buy that in a heartbeat because look at all the information that you're getting. And like I said, it, that's pretty good. You could add another zero on and it still wouldn't be. I mean, all the stuff that you've taken all the heat that you've taken. I didn't get on Jenny, Jimmy Kimmel's show, but I got on this one sports show with Le LeBron James calling him out. You know, it's just amazing to me how these media talking bobble-headed minions, they'll spin it so that, you know, it's not getting out there in the public. And that is problematic because there's a lot of doctors. What do you say to these doctors that, you know, if there's doctors listening right now, why don't you think they, I mean, I know the answer, but why do they not want to debate Sherry Tenpenny, hashtag debate Sherry? Well, first of all, they have, they can't, they, they know nothing. And it's always been a forever frustration to me about physicians because I mean, I'm a, I'm a physician. I mean, my first career was board certified in emergency medicine, full-time emergency medicine doc and director of, an, of a level two trauma center for 12 years. And so I've done all of that job. I can throw stones because I used to live in that house. They can't debate me because they don't know what they're talking about. And it's always been a frustration to me, Sheila, to say for all these people who claim to be experts and stuff, they know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> yeah. And so all of these these doctors that don't know anything about this shot and are pushing people, American College of OB-GYNs now like actually saying, all of you OB-GYN doctors absolutely need to get your pregnant women with these shots. Why? Show me the research. There is none. What about all these pediatricians who are saying, yes, we need to enroll babies and infants in these trials. Why? Show me the research. We need to inject 12 to 15 year old kids with this shot. Why? There is no long-term research. These are experimental products that we know from the medical literature can adversely affect fertility, and yet they're ramming it forward. And now the American Teachers Association, the teachers union, yeah, we got to vaccinate all these kids before we let them back in the classroom. And if they're not vaccinated, they can't go to recess. They can't play. They can't be in sports. They can't do music. They can't eat in the cafeteria with their friends. They got to be vaccinated with this shot. They are all sinister creatures. You got to call them out for what they are. They're absolutely monsters because they are enrolling these children into the transhumanism movement. They're potentially making them infertile in the future. They're destroying their brains, their heart, and their health. These people are monsters and they need to be called, a spade needs to be called out that these are exactly what they are and they should have no forgiveness in God's eyes ever. And the ones who say, I'm a Christian and we're doing this, they really need to get on their knees and repent because this is a monstrous 
dangerous thing that they are advocating to do to children and the rest of the human race. Well, I think you're being too nice, but I agree. I mean, you're preaching to the choir on this. They ought to be lined up with a firing squad because really people say, well, there's a special place in hell for these people. But Sherry, think of the implications. And I think this is a big one. And it goes back to fun backs. I mean, when, when we saw that video of that young guy that just, I can't feel God. I mean, that right there ought to just leave the audience speechless, shouldn't it? It absolutely should. And, you know, at the beginning of all of this, I was rather more merciful when people had said, I just didn't know, you know, early, early on, like right at the very beginning. Okay, I get it. 15 months later, and, and from December till now, it's July. I mean, eight months later, I just didn't know. Well, you know, ignorance is no defense in the law. My personal belief is ignorance is not going to be any defense before the Lord either. Oh, that's right. And we all have to stand alone. Could it be like they're inserting a type of a switch, like a kill switch, in other words, like just for these people to drop dead on the spot because of this this concoction straight out of the pit of hell, the MNRA changing your DNA. So then you've got nanobots and you've got on top of that, all this Bill Gates nefarious stuff mixed in there too. You know, ID2020 proposed that. And so what are they really, you know, they're saying, well, you're just going to die of another variant. Oh, oh, look out the Delta variant, Alpha, Delta, Beta. I mean, all these stupid words for these new variants. I mean, when you look at all the interviews you've done in the last year, what is the one thing that just mind boggles Sherry Tenpenny? You sit back and go, of all the shows I've done is even almost hard for you to believe. What would that be? You know, I don't think it really has anything to do with the individual injections because I just think, it, you know, when this first started back, back in March of 2020, I took a 30,000 foot view and said, wow, this is Satan's last hurrah. This really is end times here. And he's going to be, be the great deceiver and pull as many people into his den and lair as he possibly can. I've felt that and known it from the beginning. So, you know, 15, 15, 18 months ago. So as they rolled out these shots and all of these different side effects and all these different potential things that have happened, this 20 mechanisms of injury that identified, that I've now identified at least 15 more, none of that surprised me. What surprises me and continues to surprise me and mortifies me actually is people who are like so insistent that everybody gets this injection. I mean, I had a conversation last night with a patient and I was the last patient I had in the office last night who actually happens to also be a very good friend of mine who says that his father-in-law has sucked in everything that CNN has ever said and is hammering on his mother-in-law to get this shot. And every single day, relentlessly, like setting, wanting to dr literally drag her bodily to the doctor's office to get the shot. I've heard stories of teenagers who their parents are going to drag them to the doctor to get this shot. And a teenager who called his uncle, who was a friend of mine, and said, please, uncle, I would rather commit suicide than have this shot in me. My parents are insisting it. Those are the things that blow my mind that I absolutely, it's hard for me to get my head around. You know, I was thinking as you were talking, it's really exposed people, though, in a way, oddly, hasn't it? Even Christians. Well, I th I've had a lot of conversations conversation about that topic, about Christians who say, I'm just going to get the shot. And God's just going to forgive me. And oh, maybe this is what God wants me to do is to get this shot. Really? Really? Dear God. You would bow your knee, the sorcerers, the pharmacia, the same people who'd say they need to eliminate 4 billion people off the planet, criminals that have paid billions of dollars in fines for murdering people. 
you would trust them with this product when all of this other history is around with them. You, because of fear or convenience, or I can't possibly lose my job because you don't trust God would give you another one. You would bow your knee to bow and to Baphomet and to the pharmacia in exchange for convenience. And you think that's going to be okay with God. Hmm. Well, that's not exactly the way I read the Bible. Amen. And so all these people who've claimed to be Christians, all the churches that have closed, all the lame pastors who've told them, oh, we're closing our churches. You can't come here and, and, and worship. But oh, by the way, on Tuesday, we're having a vaccine clinic. Come in and get your shot. Wow. Pastors themselves who've gotten the shot. And then their, their congregation says, well, if my pastor got it, then it must be okay. I guess I'm going to get it. I mean, it's sort of like the parable of the sower, right? The hard rockies, the first seed that goes out and falls on hard rocky soil is eaten away by the by the birds meaning that we can say as much as we want about these things it's going to fall on deaf ears they're never going to hear it and then it what about you know from from the word of god same thing those are the atheists agnostics and the communists they don't want to hear about god they want to eliminate god in fact they want to take god out of our bodies and our brains and so then the second seed you know it starts to grow up but it gets choked out so you can't stand the pressure oh i gotta see my grandkids i gotta get the shot so i can see my grandkids there's a thing called FaceTime. <laughs> you know, you can still see your grandkids, but instead you're going to sacrifice your soul to be able to go and have your grandkids sit on your, sit on your, on your lap. Really? And then there's the ones that that's, they start to grow up, but they have no roots. And I believe that there's a large swash of Christians out there that are Christian in name only. They really are not worded in the blood of Jesus Christ, not really into the word and rooted. And they are in Christians in name only. They think that they can go to church and, and pay their tithe or put a little bit of money and they show up on Sunday and then that's good enough. The Bible said we will be persecuted for our faith. And now when we have to stand strong against the most unbelievable satanic tyrannical forces we've ever seen in our lifetime, maybe ever on this planet, they wither up and die and they roll over and go get their shot and say, well... I guess God will just have to forgive me for this one. Beautifully said, by the way. What if, though, you are, because Jesus Christ came to set the captives free, and he also came to, uh, oh, yeah, that's right, mankind's salvation. But what happened when the boys want to wipe that out of us, take out the God code, so that there's we're just these soulless, godless zombies? What happens when you're no longer human and you can't get salvation? Isn't that a good question? Well, that leaves something up for debate in that some Christians will not like this and some will agree and some will adamantly disagree. Jesus came to die for the human race. What if you're not human anymore? What if you're transhuman? Bingo. And then what if you said, well, I claim Jesus, I'm a Christian, I accepted Jesus into my heart, but you got the mark of the beast in air quotes, or you got marked by something and it's going to irreversibly change you and make you not be able to pray anymore, put you into like a zombie state, change you and make you not be able to pray anymore. Does your salvation still hold? So there's a there's some feel-good Christians it, religions out there, and they stand on a couple of verses and say, yes, once you're saved, always saved. There's nothing possibly you can do except for blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Other than that, once you're saved, you're always saved. Well, is this blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? I don't know the answer to that. It's I'm just throwing out some hypotheticals for the sake of discussion with a obviously another sister in Christ. But what does that really mean? I mean, that, I guess that's going to be for God to judge. But if you, out of fear, you allowed the demon of fear to get into your soul and you trusted that another human being told you this was okay and you did it, 
instead of lord please remove this demon of fear from me i'm so sorry i trust in you my days were numbered before i even came to this planet please forgive me for my sin of fear i'm leaning on you i'm not going to depend on this foreign technology injection stuff that's going to change me well i you know what i would do sherry i would cast out that demon of fear cast out that antichrist spirit and everything else that goes along with it in which i put in the end of my book techno again i actually put an appendix it's a powerful warfare prayer and i'll tell you something if people have been vaxxed out there do i think that god can supernaturally of course they can because jesus said be thou healed i mean if they just absolutely didn't know that they knew that they know fair enough that's up to them and god but i mean sherry not only is this frightening but this what we've been living for the last 18 months but what's coming is even more frightening because of all the you know, you're going to, I mean, Mr. Bill Gates, Mr. Virus, with his updates on Microsoft, how convenient he wants to keep updating us with more boosters, more shots. You got to get one every three months. I mean, it's never going to end. And then these guys that say, well, I said, this girlfriend said of mine, I was shocked. I mean, I was just dumbfounded. She goes, well, I'm going to get the vaccine because I want to travel. And I thought, you know what? But for those listening, take a minute and then just answer this question. And then so good to have you talk about this because I mean, I'm angry, a righteous anger that everywhere you go, I just got a little thing in the mail. It's from the Alberta government. It says, get your vaccine today so we can get back to normal. Stand together by standing apart. Stay home, stay safe. I'm so sick of these little mantras and they just inundate you 24 seven. You go in a drugstore, go back to the pharmacy for the vaccine. It's just a steady diet of this, this absolute nightmare, this cornucopia from the, the bowels of hell itself. You know, people dropping dead. This app my son told me about is like a little app where the kids hook up. I mean, hook up, yes. Like, it's like a, one of those little apps or your dating apps. And now you can find somebody in your neighborhood that's got the vaccine and avoid those nasty unvaccinated. That's the biggest thing that's coming now is these targeting the unvaccinated. In Canada, they have vaccine passports rolling out. I mean, this is truly a horrific, this is the worst movie plot you could ever think of, but we're living it, aren't we? And, and they have shown us what they what they were going to do to us. You know, I think that's I had somebody had read or somebody had told me a long time ago that the Luciferians have to tell you what it's a karmic thing, and they really feel you know have this thing about karma, and they have to tell us up front and and in advance what their plans are for us. And I know over the course of like 2020, I had a friend that was staying with me for a while who had been downsized out of a job, and so in the evenings we were we would sit around and watch some movies, and there would be movies that would be just like what we're living right today. And I would say, what year was that movie? And then pull it up across the bottom. It'd be like 1983 or 1997 or, yeah. you know, in real life. And so these sorts of things have been planned a long time. In fact, I want to just read this to you because these are part of my webinar that I'm doing on Saturday. Things I'm going to finish up for today because I find it really interesting. Like I said, when they took us to, um, took me to the cleaners about this whole thing about, oh, magnetics. Yeah. So this crazy conspiracy theory doctors had the gall to stand in front of the Ohio legislature and say that people were magnetized. Well, listen to this, Sheila. These are just the titles of four medical textbooks that I'm reading. The first one is a 517 page book. I'm about halfway through it. It's published in 2018, Clinical Application of Magnetic Nanoparticles. Second book published in um, 2017, 318 page textbook, Magnetic Nanoparticles and Biosensing in Medicine. 
third textbook, Nanomedicine Design Applications of Magnetic Nanomaterials, Nanosensors, and Nanosystems for the Human Body. And the last one, which is a chapter out of a textbook, and this chapter is, is entitled Tissue Engineering Using Magnetite Nanoparticles. Magnetite is ferrous oxide. It's also uh, very similar to the graphene that everybody's talking about now. And the last textbook is Tissue Engineering and Regenerative Medicine, a Nano Approach, published in 2013. Wow. And so these are real things. These are real things that they've been planning for a long time. And so it's really in the body. It's being injected in the body. They can use external magnets to move those anywhere they want. I do believe that they can probably, what's in what's podcast the other day, everything was shut down in 2020. I mean, everything was shut down. Schools, businesses, airlines, everything, blah, 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 except the 5G rollout industry. All right. <laughs> you know, everybody and their brother that were it, that were installers uh, were working nonstop. They had crews 24-7. They had three, three shifts of crews a day out putting up the towers and then putting up the cameras and all these different things. That was not a, that was not a coincidence. Well, I mean, they have to have a tower to spark all this. And the 5G is going into 6G with the nanotech, the robotech. I wrote a chapter called Rise of the Machines. I mean, this is Terminator meets Casper the Ghost on steroids. And what's happening, and then I'll wrap it up and let you finish with a couple words. I want you to go, this is what I want you to tell my listening audience, two things that they need to remember and take away from this. Well, there's so much to take away, but two things that you would tell 40,000 packed out audience, if there was two things they could take away what would they be? That's number one. And then give out, um, again, any information you want to give out, how people can find your handiwork, especially for the new listeners. I guess the one thing is, um, I guess I would say three things. I wish I could have come on your show, Sheila, and said, guess what? We found a solution. We know how to get that nanotechnology out of your body and we know how to remove it. And we know how to repair your chromosomes that it's damaged. And we figured it out, except we haven't. And I know that there's a lot of people kind of working behind the scenes to try to do something like that. But at this point in time, once you have been injected, you can't be uninjected. I've said that for 20 years now about all the other vaccines. Once you're vaccinated, you can't unvaccinate. With this one, it's even more true because now with, in addition to the injection, you are now enrolled in the transhumanism movement. And I think the third thing to really take away is, man, you got to get your life right with God. God can heal anything under his grace and his mercy if he chooses to. Because, you know, sometimes we, you know, people are sick and we pray and they don't get better. And so it's God's choice of whether or not you are going to have to be held accountable for that decision. Free will. There was no mandatory. They said, well, my boss is making me. No, you could get a different job. That's right. And so there's accountability and there's consequences. So you've got to get on your knees and, and ask first, if you're a Christian listening to this and you, for whatever reason, under peer pressure, under fear, under I trusted blindly, under whatever family pressures that they put you on, this is now between you and God. And you really, really better better get serious with God and figure it out. Amen. And I loved what you said at the very final seconds in St on Steve's Extinction Protocols. 
you know, praying for the people too. But the thing is, people might be sitting here saying, well, you know, it doesn't matter what Sheila and Sherry say, because at the end of the day, I'm getting my vaccine. And Franklin Graham told me to, I mean, all these pastors, you just said something that sickens me. And all these, oh, well, I won't say what I want to say about these Pied Piper pastors that are lulling people, you know, down the road of the, you've seen the meme with the vaccine and he's got the little flute and he's, you know, going down the path. I mean, what an absolute frightening nightmare. But I think what you said is so profound. You know, I don't care if you hate me on this TV channel or this radio show. I don't care if you don't like to be being preached to. Well, Sherry and Sheila, just leave the God part out of it. Listen, if you're not saved, there is a lake of fire, a real place reserved for the devil, his minions, and all these people like the Bill Gates and the Slicksters. These are absolute devils who I, I even wonder even are, are going to get any uh, appeal in the last minutes. These people are rejecting Jesus Christ as Savior. Those are the ones that go to a devil's hell. If you don't know Lord Jesus, your Savior, I urge you, please. Sherry and I can tell you he's real, and so is heaven, and today is the day of salvation. Don't gamble with your eternity, folks. Sherry, you are truly, truly, and I speak for my audience, our hero of the day. Um, it's amazing. It's a woman because we've got such gutless men out there, such spineless <laughs> cowards. And I, you, listen, you have a titanium backbone, a heart of gold, and nerves of steel, and you are the reigning champion. I hold the crown over here. Sherry, thank you so much for everything you said today. And very quickly, once again, if they're just joining us, tell them how they can get in on this webinar and then any other thing you want to tell the folks in the last two minutes. I just want to make a comment about what you said about Franklin Graham. And I always go back to James chapter three, verse one. Not many of you should become teachers for you know that you who teach will be judged with greater strictness. So the pastors that have led their flock astray, the priests that have led their flock astray, the Franklin Grahams and the big personalities that have said, go get your shot and have led the flock astray. Uh, you will be judged with greater strictness coming right from the word of God. And so, you know, so with that, you know, let's, you know, I hope that everybody will join me on Saturday morning, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, block off your calendar from 11 till about 2.30, that we're going to go through the 20 mechanisms of injury, how these COVID shots can make you sick and possibly kill you, plus at least 15 more new ones. So if you've been through the webinar before, we invite you to join us again um, because repetition is the key to learning and there's new material. There's actually new material. And I can tell you, Sheila, I'm 99.9% .9 sure I'm not doing this again. This is probably going to be the last time I, I do this, this webinar and pull this forward because um, I just feel like if people don't know this by now, they're not going to. And if they have already, if they are, uh, are still on the fence, this is the time for them to know. And I also feel like by knowing these mechanisms of injury, as you have friends and family members and children and parents and grandparents that have had these shots, once you understand what these side effects are, you can start looking for those side effects and understand and connect the dots between the dementia, the, uh, the ALS, the blood clots, the heart attacks, the cancers, all these different things the accelerations of cancers, all these different things that are happening as a side effect of these injections. So again, my people perish for lack of knowledge. This is, this is an important piece of knowledge that I feel like everybody needs to have in their toolbox. Well, you couldn't have ended on a better note. Folks, you need a toolbox. This is the lady to give it to you. I'm so 
so urging you to jump on in in this because you just heard what she said. She may not do it again. I mean, get locked in. Get uh, Jared's got the information up on your screen. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny.com. Was there any other website, Sherry? Nope. Just go there because everything's linked up underneath drtenpenny.com, drtenpenny.com. You can find links to the podcast, to Vaxter, our new site, to all of our social media platforms that we still are on, to our boot camp that we will be doing again in the fall, to our learningforyou.org courses. Everything is linked up underneath one page. So yeah, our new store that's coming online, all of those things, you can find everything, everything you need right there. A one-stop shop. You heard it, folks. Listen, Sherry, I know you got to run. You're a busy lady. God bless you for what you're doing out there, taking a lot of punishment. And it seems thankless, but I mean, your reward will be <laughs> next side of this lifetime, let me tell you, because you are one tenacious, brave woman. We need to be lifting up Sherry in our prayers, folks. I mean, you are quite a, a phenom out there, you know, the woman, the myth, the legend, and you truly are. Honestly, I wish I could get hand you a mug that's, I'm going to buy you a mug that says the woman, the myth, the legend. You are a, an amazing woman and you're a brave lady. Let me tell you something. And God bless you, Sherry. Thank, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Sheila. I really super appreciate it. And it's really just doing God's work. And you know, we got to pull as many people into the ark as we possibly can as we head into what appears to be some of the latter days as they talk about in the Bible. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate your support, your friendship, and I look forward to doing this again. Well, I will say something on a final note since you brought up the ark. They all made fun of Noah and called him a kook until the rain came, Sherry. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a blessed right. day, Sherry. Thank you. You betcha. Take care.